0: Hi Dee, how are you doing today? Hi, hello Abby. So this is episode two. Mrs. Notch, for the sake of this, please call me Abisway. (laughs) (laughs) For the sake of this conversation, you need to call me Abisway. Hold on, I need to put on my timer because we don't want to get past a certain time. Because you know, you and I, our conversations can go (laughs) (laughs) long. So let's not bore everyone on the that joins us. With I'm going to put on a timer right now. It's going to be 30 minutes, and then if we get past it, we do. But yes. So, how are you doing? Um, how has your week been? Uh, very busy, but good. Okay. Okay. That's good to know. So, today's topic on hanging out with Abisoye is identity. And um, yeah. <laughs> and I already started Please call me Abisoye, And I'm going to start with um, A conversation you and I had earlier About someone's change of name That we thought was very drastic mm-hmm. So what is in a name Actually, what do you think?
1: A name is just for Recognition So that everyone is not called He, she It <laughs> <laughs> Bingo. (laughs) It's just to be able to tell one person apart from the other. That's what I think. However, in some cultures, um, names also tell a story about the circumstances surrounding the person's birth or what the parents of that person are expecting the person's life or future to be like. So sometimes a name Mm. could be tied to the circumstances of your birth or predictions about your life and future. But basically, it's a yeah. numbering, it's a numbering system. It's just to tell
0: one person. <laughs> you just made it worse. Come on. <laughs> numbering system. When you said that, the only thing I guess like come to my mind was, you know, when you brand a cow and okay, this one, you. Do. Ah no, please. No. A name is more than that. And that's why I said for this type people, call me on this way. A name is more than that. I for don't me, know why right? repeating um, that. Call me
1: every day.
0: Call me Abisway. Yes. Are you okay? Is everything okay? Yes. Because <laughs> <laughs> because for me, for me, the truth, I always felt like before before I came to Canada, I never, I never had any. I never thought of my name like twice. Um, I know the meaning of my name. It actually, means born to reality. Aww. However, it was Queen. you know, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so Queen B. Maybe that's the name I should have given myself since I got here. Anyway, so I know that, you know, I know the main of my name, but here it has suddenly become, I don't know, I'm more endeared to it because yeah. I have, I started to call myself Abby because it looked like it was shorter. And you and I know that the full, like... Even back home, I used Bisoye, not Abisoye. Mm-hmm. So then calling myself Abi here always felt like, who are they talking about for one minute before I realized, oh, it's me. I know that. And way. then I found, and, and, I need to, and I need to just bring it. And I found that a lot of people from Abimbola to Abiodun to all of us now be at Abby, And I'm like, like you said, how can you even tell us apart? So maybe it's a way of numbering system. Or maybe because I know that these names mean longer things, like they mean different things. They just have the same first syllable, so for me, maybe that's why you know. I I suddenly, once I meet someone that I feel can pronounce my name, I want you to call my full name. What's right. your story? Why, Mrs. Notch?
1: Okay, you just said something really key. Once you meet someone who, who can pronounce your name, you would like them to say it in full. The question is, how many people can I know where you're going your to do correctly? That. My first name is Oye That's the correct pronunciation. 90% of people I know hardly get it right all my life.
0: Here, people you know, people <laughs> oh you know, God. okay. All my okay. life, literally. And we can say your your life... Your life in Canada is just like maybe 18 months. Correct. So this is all your life before that.
1: Correct. So ever since I was a little girl, people have been messing up my name because it's just tough to pronounce. You know, the phonics is is quite technical, but the meaning is really good. It means honor and esteem becoming
0: as vast as the ocean. Wow, what a powerful name. Wow, woo. Yeah. So, wow, woo. How how long have you practiced that that definition of your name? Because it sounds very jazzy. (laughs) Yes,
1: I was little because I asked my parents, what does this name even mean? It's so difficult to pronounce. Why didn't you just name me Sharon or Jane or Titi or Tolu? You know, something easier to pronounce even in our dialect. And then they told me the meaning of the Mm. name. And then I had um, a sense of identity because I personalized it and I understood the meaning of my name and I hope that my life will truly be like that. However, because I'm used to people pronouncing it the wrong way, I have always been open to another name that makes it easy for you to address me, right? I don't have an English name, so um, I wasn't christened an English name or Bible name or something. So I couldn't really switch to that. And then I got married and then my last name became even longer than my first name.
0: <laughs> <laughs> even I, as your friend, cannot fully pronounce your last name. I cannot. Do you see? I don't think I can say, okay, I can I can't pronounce your last name. Correct.
1: Now, don't because people were struggling with pronouncing my last name, a lot of people shortened it to Notch. So they started to call me Mrs. Notch because it was just easier for them to say. And the name kind of stuck. And that's it. Really simple.
0: Okay. Good. So so I get you. So you're saying if your name, if you can find a way to Um, make it easy for people to address you um, do, right? And it's just a a name, but find an identity around. So let me just tell you, bust your bubble, Mrs. Notch. Mm -hmm. I will tell you that you've had a longer time of practice than the rest of us to practice people not knowing how to pronounce our name. So permit (laughs) me when I actually am tied to it and I'm Uh saying, please call me, i Permit me, because you've had longer practice. I never had that problem back home. Babe, you're feeling this way now
1: because you are nostalgic. That's that's (laughs) what's right.
0: Well, well, maybe because, like I said in um, episode one, maybe because I also feel like, um, a lot of things are changing around me, and um, changes around me in terms of even my identity and stuff. And that's one thing I think I can hold on to, right? right? Maybe Got that's it. why. Um, maybe that's why, and and that brings us to the whole conversation of <sighs> identity, especially as a professional immigrant. When when you do arrive um, here in Canada, excuse me, you know how do you? do you realize the amount of change you're going through? Like, what, what's your take on that? Actually.
1: Um, you never really do. You just feel like you're under pressure. You feel lost, but you don't know it's change until you have passed through that phase. It's when you look back that you realize, oh, I've really changed. For example, um, driving in Canada is pretty different from whatever you've probably been accustomed to. When you start mm-hmm. initially when you write your um, knowledge test and then you take your first road test and all of that, it feels different. It feels like it's a lot of work. It feels like it's a lot of stress. But when you now start driving mm-hmm. like a Canadian, <laughs> you're not exactly. you driving like oh my a Canadian. God, I can't believe I just did that. Oh, right. Do you know even when I'm on foot, I check my blind spot? <laughs>
0: Oh yeah, right. Yes. Because oh. if it is checking blind spots, right, and apologies to non-Nigerian listeners, if it is checking blind spots, I think we are the king and queens of checking blind spots in Nigeria, without even having your side mirrors in the right way or position. Is no, your a car that will bust your side blind mirror? Like in Nigeria, we
1: ignore. The we blind know spot. the
0: blind spot. <laughs> So so it was so funny when I was learning to drive. My son literally said, Mom, but I know you know how to drive. like, well, oh, you know, yeah. I watched the videos so much. So I did tell you, right? I watched the videos so much. So my son packed his cars in parallel parking. Parked his toy cars in parallel parking because he just was watching me do <laughs> parallel parking videos over and over again. Oh, and, and it's so amazing, yeah? And that thing you talked about, and we were talking before we came on and you talked about, and you you mentioned something about um, every time there's a monumental change in our lives, we actually lose a bit of ourselves, or there's a bit of ourselves um, changing. Yes, every
1: major life event has the potential to upturn everything in you and around you. So, mm. moving to another country is a major life event. You might not know it until you do it, but it's a major life event. Mm. Everything as you know it will change, literally. For, for some people, it could be childbearing. Whenever you have a baby, you just feel like a totally different person. You feel...
0: Tell me about it. Hazy. You have another human being on your day. Oh, yeah.
1: You feel hazy. You feel lost. You feel like you don't even know yourself. You're sleep deprived. You're barely thinking straight. You're trying to figure out so many things about this new human being that came out of your body. And it just disrupts everything pregnancy is a disruption actually so immigration is a disruption
0: (laughs) (laughs) it's a disruption although you chose this one right like you chose to put yourself in that situation in the first place anyways
1: well you kind of chose to get pregnant too anyway that's another thing
0: (laughs) (laughs) i know right but
1: anyway okay so right go ahead so any major life event has the potential to disrupt everything around you and disruption doesn't have to be negative so if mm. you just move to Canada and you're feeling like for goodness sake do I have to change my name as well I'm, I'm just going to be lost it is fine you just have to revert to your center and ask yourself who am I really as long as you don't lose yourself, mm-hmm. I don't see anything wrong in changing your name. As long as you don't lose yourself, mm-hmm. as long as you can still recognize your name, right? I know someone that changed mm-hmm. the name from from, from Jammy's names. <laughs> I'm
0: so sorry. I cannot,
1: I cannot get over though. Now, he was so confused. He changed it back immediately because he was lost himself. <laughs> <laughs> Oh so my God! As long as you can, you still, me? as long as you don't lose yourself in the changes that you make, it is fine. That's my point of view.
0: Mm. That's your point of view. Okay, so for me, um, you're right. Okay, besides, and and I think, and I would say this. Uh, I think one of the other things that I've seen happen to people, and this is for my friends and people around me, is they've been one identity and coming from the angle of a professional. I have been recognized as. Um, you know, whatever it is, okay, even up to my dressing, my food. Mm-hmm. Let's not, let's not go near food, right? Mm-hmm. That's why we have African market. Let's not go near food. <laughs> but even up to the way I have, I had a certain way I like to appear back at work. Mm-hmm. You know, someone saw my, someone saw my picture that happens to be the avatar for this podcast. Um, after I had gotten to Canada, and person was like, you know, person had known me for a bit, and was like. Ah, is that your picture? Is that you? And like, oh, is it because we are here together <laughs> that you don't recognize that I can be a babe and I know how to clean up? But this is me dealing, this is me dealing with cold. This is me dealing with a yeah. lot of things. Yeah. I have forgotten the identity of who I am and how mm-hmm. I like to look and how I like to be presented. And then I also have to, you know, and that I didn't realize how much that um affected. Um, me interviewing and my job search and yeah. you know and just just that whole thing because looking for a job is a totally different ball game. Oh, like that's that, a, a full time job. Mm-hmm. That's a whole vibe. It's a vibe and a half. It's not even just one. <laughs> it's a vibe and a half. It's just, like it's a whole thing on its own. And then you know and also that. Um, getting through interviews, did I tell you that you don't even want to know my interview stories D, and I think we we'll <laughs> shared share it with you, Maybe I'll share it some other time. Some of the interviews that I did, I felt like I was super good I felt like, oh my god, I'm reading the room right I'm doing so well, and then I hear, we're well, sorry, we, we, you didn't get the job right? It turned out eventually all oh, well. I'm pressing on of faith, it says everything worked together for good, it did turn out for good, but during the time at the time when it was happening, I really started to doubt myself mm-hmm. And if you're out there and you're listening to this and you're going interview after interview and you're doubting yourself, or you're even finding yourself applying for things that are not even like in your, and that's another <laughs> conversation. So, someone, <coughs> that's what I'm so laughing. At, this, at this rate where I am, I remember that, um, my cousin okay my cousin also mentioned to me that someone had told her oh it's um, it's been a scrum master this is someone that's mm-hmm. not an IT person not, not worked in that space and someone tells her ah it's scrum master that you have to do now she'd been around for a bit before the whole BA and then before the PM and before there's some certain roles and data analysts right now mm-hmm. that seems to be trending yeah. someone also told me to come and be a, a programmer and I was like where do I want to start from I, mm-hmm. I don't even have the identity I was so lost in it yeah. and so if and I'm not saying, and I'm, I'm always all for um, developing new skills and skills that are relevant and stuff like that. But you have to find the core of who you are. You have to do that homework. If you hadn't done it before now, coming to Canada is going to be, yes, it's so going to you al- help to you, yeah. force you to do it. Mm. Force you to do it because you're going to have to find out who exactly am I and mm-hmm. what do I want to represent or how do I want to protect myself. Mm-hmm. And so if you're feeling lost right now, if you're listening to this and you're wondering, you know the question question, who sent me? <laughs> Remember that that change, <laughs> yeah, that change, like Mrs. Notch has said, is one of the things getting to you, but you just have to take the time and understand your growth. And um, yeah, that, that's what's coming to my mind. D- um, okay, I keep calling you dear, Mrs. Notch. See, you see this numbering system you put it in my head, I'm even confused myself. What's going no, you. you are confused. <laughs> I'm not. <laughs> You're oh yeah, right. on to
1: my past. Ouch! You are holding on to my past. Ouch! Yeah. Ouch! Yeah.
0: I say what I say, okay. and Mrs. I say Notch. what I say. <laughs> I'm going to get it. this am calling. I'm going to get it, <laughs> Mrs. Notch. Okay, so tell me, what do you? What other advice do you give to people who? Okay, second question that came to mind. I was talking to someone this evening, and she said how. I was talking to the same identity, and she said how she had traveled home. Um, shout out to Adetong. She said how she had traveled home um, in December uh, for her brother's wedding and was was so surprised that um, how she just couldn't fit in mm. into being back home. Because she had and, changed so you know, much. She felt when she was. She didn't realize that her identity and the center of who she is had changed. And, you know, there you she go. said she was so disappointed with her body that she. She had um, she had tummy upset all through. She mm. couldn't put anything down in her stomach, mm. and you know she was just so she just couldn't wait to get back to Canada.
1: Mm. What
0: do you okay. ha- so, so at what at what point, And for me, and this is me who feels like I was telling her. I still feel like a stranger even after one year. I think, given the point that I also just made a move, and I know that, but I still feel like a stranger after one year. Um at what point do you stop being feeling like a stranger? you know, because right now she's neither there nor here she her coming back to Canada for her made her realize that Canada had become more of home yeah. than home was. correct. What do you think hmm. You will stop feeling
1: like a stranger when you fully embrace your new environment as your home and you embrace hmm. it with all that it comes with the good the good and the good <laughs> that's a the nice thing the Please good the ugly. so here's but, the cold when you fully embrace where you are as your home and you come to love it for everything that it, it contains the w- extreme weather the people being different yourself then you would really really feel at home And then you stop feeling like a stranger. You stop feeling different. So, you. You stop feeling like. Uh Auntie
0: that is advising. Okay, hold on. Auntie that is advising. Do you feel like it's home now?
1: Not yet, but it's better now than when we first came. Hmm. It's a lot better. I'm actually beginning to like it now. I said beginning to like it, mm. and it's fully like it <laughs> <laughs> to like it now. It wasn't like that initially. For example, I don't like cold. I'm not the kind of person that we, we, we already established that. Oh, I've said that before. I didn't know that. So every time I established that. Last every time, time it's winter in Canada, this is our second winter, and I still feel like it's a lot. I still wear a very thick winter jacket. You know, I still. I'm fully decked up when I go out because I don't like the cold. It will get to a point where, but now I notice that I hardly wear my gloves anymore. (laughs) Last Mm -hmm. winter, I would wear gloves and anything else I can put on top of the gloves. (laughs) But now I can see that my body is adapting. Okay. So when things no longer feel uncomfortable, then you are home.
0: Yeah. That's
1: a very good example.
0: No, oh, please. I've met, I've met Canadians who are here who say that they still feel cold. They feel cold, many, but they're not so as
1: cold as you are, okay? So they're not cranking up the heater in their homes as much as you are. When we first came to Canada... I don't know about that. I, I do not walk around the house without wearing socks. Now I only wear my socks when I'm going out, okay? So you see, it gets better. The person that told you that she felt like a stranger in Canada and then went back to her home country and then felt even worse, it is because she is changing or she has changed. And like I mentioned earlier, you don't notice when the change is happening until you have passed that phase. So it took going back home for her to realize that she had passed through that phase and she is now different. So much so that she was looking forward to coming back to Canada. There you have it. Mm. She's beginning to like Mm. it here. She just didn't notice. Okay? She's beginning to like it here. She's beginning to embrace all the changes and they're becoming normal to her. If she moves from Canada now and goes to the UK, the cycle begins again. (laughs)
0: She's well, gonna, tell me about it. I'm, yes, I'm, I'm having to do again. the cycle so It's not because she went from Nigeria
1: to Canada. If she goes to the UK from Canada, she, she goes through everything all over again. Trust me, all over again. Because it's a major life event. That's it. It's just like when a woman gets pregnant. You will go through the whole thing again. The first trimester, the second trimester, the third trimester, and then you deliver the baby. You're going to go through everything again, sweetie. It doesn't matter if you've had 10. You're going back to the beginning of <laughs> <wagon>. <laughs> and you're going back into the cycle again that's just the way it
0: works well so you say back to identity <laughs> i found that no and and i like to i like i like your direction right and it's the truth and so for anyone who is listening um we think or mrs not thinks that you <laughs> should um enjoy the process and see how it goes and um Don't be too fussy about your name. And um, I would say to everyone, his own, their own reality, um, because, you know, whatever, if the, if your name seems like the last strand that you have to hold on to, you please go ahead and hold on to it. And I'm saying that because for me, I have found out that, um, one of the things that have centered me. So I would give you a brief history. I've always been someone that is big on community and big on family and big on yeah. having people around me. And coming to North America kind of makes you um, on your own, kind of. It's almost like a culture thing where yeah. um, your family unit is very nuclear.
1: Yeah,
0: uh, you know, When we were younger, back in Nigeria, they used to teach us nuclear family. But I never understood it because you know you could reach out to grandma. You, yeah, we, we always had it mixed. I, I don't think my family, particularly, lived growing up. I don't think we ever lived as a nuclear family. There was always some relative or one yeah. cousin or grandma or uncle. Right. So Same here. It's actually not America that I am beginning to understand what that nuclear family is and that identity as oh we are the Akinolas and this is how um, this is how we do things and this is you know. This is kind of us. So I understand how, for instance, my son used to have a nickname and now he kind of prefers to go by his real name um, okay. because he just, you know, he feels like, yeah, he actually prefers to go by his real name other than um, JJ that we used to all call him. So he's, you know, every everyone and, and I've yeah. I didn't realize how change would actually affect the children too. Oh, that's until a um, thing entirely.
1: Maybe another podcast.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, so, and I didn't understand, you know, how identity was going to affect them until I started to notice some things that he referred to and said sometimes. And so it took me also, um, you know helping him to ensure that that's his name. You know, he's using his really local name, uh, It's short, shot, but it's his local name. And then also, um, finding out, um, you know, where I am, but all of this is to say that, um, what I'm taking away from this conversation today, and I hope, um, someone who's listening also takes that away or is encouraged. And that's, that's the whole idea of this podcast. Um, this podcast was something I wanted to do, but my conversations with Mrs. Not always goes everywhere. That's one day I was like, I think we should record our conversations. That's and that's why I love it. I'm like, I think we should record our conversations. And so I'm hoping that someone listens to it and you know is encouraged to say, Oh, maybe this is why I feel this way. So you can even pinpoint it and find out exactly why you're feeling the way you're feeling Correct. in the whole um in the whole journey. Mm-hmm. And especially even if you're having to do Something okay. So, as you really get a professional job that is close to what you used to do back home, you won't feel like your identity is changed a little. Tell me about it when you actually go and do a survival job. Oh my! And then, yeah, I feel like people it deals with people differently, um, much more. As in, okay. So I did work you need in to Walmart. Explain for a what a survival and job. That's Some that's people true. don't know what's a survival job. Okay, so a survival job is a term that, um, I don't know, it's kind of common in my community um, of immigrants, Nigerian community of immigrants. And survival job is a non-professional job that you have to do, um, sometimes just to pay the bills. Um, So it can be, uh, so that's why we call it survival job. So it can be from working at Walmart to, you know, all sorts. It can be, um, you know, doing uh, kind of things that we, and and I'm not, and I'm not um, being disrespectful for anybody, but kind of things that we as professional immigrants did not think we were coming to North America to do. You know, those kind of jobs we thought were we thought that this was the green land, and you know, and stuff like that. And if you're right there having to do a survival job, because this is this podcast is about to end and I wanted to just, you know, join. If you're right there having to do a survival job right now, and it's just to pay the bills while you actually find professional work or find your footing or try to make savings and, you know, whatever it is you need to do, um, I want you to know that your identity is not tied to that. Mm-hmm. And that um, however you're feeling right now, especially if you're from, you know, from our side of Africa where our job is very um gotcha. very a big part of our identity. Mm-hmm. If you're ever feeling like that, just you know, know that that's not um who you are and that you're doing this because you have to get past it and you have to um yeah, literally survive and move on to the next thing. And like I always say, myself and Mrs. Lodge always says, which is one of the reasons why she's my biggest sounding board. Please don't let her hear so her head doesn't swell. But <laughs> 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 but one of the reasons that I'm able to talk to people like Mrs. Notch and, or a couple of other friends is because, you know, they're helping me center myself and say, Abisue, um, so, you have to do this. You are not lost in this. Or I'd be so, um, you know, have the whole positive conversation. Mm-hmm. Or if you've just, you know, seen that rejection letter from, from an organization, you really thought that we're going to call you back. Mm-hmm. I'm encouraging you to see it as a stepping stone. Maybe one of these episodes, I will share my own rejection letters and I'll just, you know, tell you the experience I went through with it. But I just want you to know that that's not who you are mm-hmm. and that you have to center yourself. Yeah. One of the things that has centered me finally, and I'm leaving this, and I'm leaving <laughs> let Mrs. Not have a final say because we have about three minutes to finish and I want us to finish on time, is one of the things that has centered me is my faith. I'm a person of faith. My mm-hmm. faith remained the same. Um, you know, the fact that I have the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, you know, I have that, I have that back at home and I have that here also helped me to maintain my identity. Mm-hmm. So if you like if if people were calling me Abby. When I worked in the store for a bit, I was called Abby, which is A B B Y. (laughs) Sometimes I was wondering, who are these people calling? (laughs) But I got used to it. So, um, you know, (laughs) yes. And then I also worked, (laughs) and it's the truth, and I also worked, um, you know, did some other jobs. Um, that were kind of contracts, and I worked remotely with people who had never met me before. So I also had to deal with now, what do I call myself? Mm-hmm. You know, make you know, it was just a lot. I was in different rooms at different times, and you know, having to find out what to call myself. However, you're doing this, find that thing that centers you. For me, it was my faith. Um, for Mrs. Not, she already tells you it's not a big deal. Enjoy the flow; you would get past it. Um so any last words, Mrs. Not well, ending words for this particular podcast about yeah, identity ending words, Australia not last for words. personal <laughs> immigrants. Yes, not last words. Go ahead.
1: I would say whenever you want to make a major life decision such as moving to another country, make sure you do the work to be centered, as you said. Draw from your source. There's a reason why trees have roots. They're not flying. They're not floating. They must be tied to something. What are you tied to? What are your values? Hmm. What, is, what is your belief system at, at your core? What is your faith? What do you like? What do you not like? What can you stand? What absolutely irritates you? You need to be clear about those things because coming to Canada or any other country will test you at all levels. And if you are not centered, oh. if you are not connected to your roots, you will lose yourself and have an identity crisis. So you have to constantly ask. Midlife yourself, crisis. Yes, you would you would probably go into depression, and that's really real. You will go into depression. You would cry more than you would laugh, and that's not healthy, even for your mental health. So make sure you're centered regularly ask yourself, do I really like this? If you don't like it, by all means, don't do it or have a plan to get out of it if it's a survival job, for example. Okay, so those are my wrap-up words. I won't say final
0: words. <laughs> so, <laughs> exactly, finally. See, that's a very superstitious Nigerian If you. <laughs> final words sounds like we don't want to say, but <laughs> out what sounds funny, but yes. Okay, so... um. We only did intro. I need to find out how to. Okay, wait. Oh, when you were talking, I should have put this. Listen to this day. See? That would have worked when you were giving your final advice. Okay, <laughs> Next time. Of the so I'm trying button to button. figure out all this. Yeah, so I'm trying to but find out this podcast. That sounds like, and a thing
1: a and I feel like or something. i just saying, Time up. <laughs>
0: Oh, no, no, that was, my, that was my timer from my phone. <laughs> but yes, um, thank you for joining us today on this conversation. I am hoping that we will hear back from you guys on how you're dealing with your identity, um, especially as a professional immigrant here in Canada uh, who has made that move. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, so we will see you again sometime soon. Uh, we would like to hear back from you I haven't figured out a way to hear back from you, <laughs> but I think we would like to hear back from you. However I post this, maybe on my platforms or Mrs. Um, Not's platform, wherever we post it, kind of reach out to us. We'd just like to hear back from you because we absolutely, myself and Doko, we absolutely enjoy conversations. We always enjoy. So it. we would like to hear back from you. Maybe one of these days we'll actually have someone join us. Yeah. And then, nice. you know. Yeah, just, you know, just flow, go with the flow. I think mm-hmm. we will do that. So, and we will end with that. Um, if you're going through identity crisis right now, especially because of the move, um, be gentle on yourself, mm-hmm. find your center, mm-hmm. find your route, mm-hmm. do the work, and we wish you the very best. Thank and you. so good night and thank you for joining us today. Bye-bye. Bye. <laughs>